Okay, Shavua Tov. First of all, what a beautiful simcha this was on Shabbos. David and Nitzah named their daughter Nacha Libi. So all the learning throughout this week is uh, in honor of the birth of this precious baby girl. Like we gave her bracha on Shabbos, these eyes should greet Mashiach Tzidkenu Be'ezer Hashem. It's a wonderful simcha. All right, I'm going to see if we have... All right, yeah. I'm going to pass these around. And if you have the, if you have the page in front of you, it's, we're, we're starting, we're continuing on Daf Ein Vav, Ot Zayn. Actually, sorry, Tzadik Aleph, Ot Zayn, in the Sefer. In, in the Sefer, I have, a, I have an, older, an older version, an older copy. I want to remind us of a beautiful, <coughs> healthy, an important term, maybe perhaps even a mantra, that at least I repeated to myself every day throughout the week. I asked myself, Shlomo, how's your Shalva Yetzivut Nafshit right now? <laughs> oh, you got it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shlomo, how, what was the exact word? Yeah. Shalva Yetzivut Nafshit Gvoa. How's the serenity of your emotional stability? <laughs> you know, your classic a few words you say to yourself in the morning. And I remember that that's like a, that's like a point, that's an Indian, that's like a goal, that's, a, that's almost a must to do this work on, on, on these places inside of us that we want to go to, that we want to cleanse, that we want to clean after years and years of being stuck in a certain Indian, realizing that all the help that I try to get and that it comes from a sincere place here, the Bilvavi is telling us there are a few conditions that have to happen. <coughs> Two of the conditions we learned that have to happen last week is that two midot can't be worked on simultaneously. You attack each thing on its own and focus on what? Thank you so much. And focus on each midah on its own. You give it the full attention until there's some kind of a biru, some kind of a clarification, some kind of an understanding of how how you feel about this nekuda is taking place. And the other one is that he said over here, in order to do this work, you actually first have to come to a place of sheket inside, an element of sheket, some kind of quiet inside. Not quiet in order to then be at peace and gamaynu, but lehefech, quiet in order to actually do the work. What work are we speaking about? Everything we spoke about the first three shiurim, about identifying what's the hardest thing in life, or what is the thing that makes me feel most ashamed or disgraced or whatever, and then sitting on it for a while, detaching yourself from it, thinking about what comes of it, which me, the putting it on the table, and then saying, oh my God, the offspring of that is that, I see this is that, that stems from here, doing all this root work, and then realizing, okay, now where do I fit into the picture? So all these things are important. Very important as the buildup for the tikkun of the midah. But now, we're going to get to the most annoying one of them all. I say that with achrayas. Look at Odzain. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Do we need extra? Are there extras? I'm going to pass it up. Odzain. Does everyone have? Okay. Look at this. This is the most annoying of them all. I'm telling you already right now. What else do you need to do this avoda? 
נקודה יסודית מאוד בעבודת תיקון המידות. עבודת תיקון המידות צריכה לבוא מתוך שמחה. He didn't tell us this in the beginning, because we would have closed the Sefer. What is he saying? Now, how is this possible? I'm going and attacking the most disgraceful thing that I think is in me. I'm going to the ugliness. I'm going to the dark side, or whatever that is, right? I'm going to that place. The place that embarrasses me, from me. Maybe from others, but from me. And he's saying, don't think that it's possible to do this avoda. without simcha. But wait a second. We're talking about really dark places inside of me. And you're telling me a simcha has to be a component? It's a nekudai yesodit, actually. It's like a foundational piece of this work that my approach to work on myself in the places that are most sensitive has to have an element of happiness to it, of simcha to it. How does that stem? How does that go together? He's going to explain אבל כן, עבודת תיקון המידות צריכה לבוא מתוך שמחה. הרצון לעבוד צריך שיבוא מתוך שמחה. Now, that's where it begins. The will to even get, get into it, the will to actually do something, the will to work, has to come from a place of שמחה. The will to work, the רצון לעבוד, can't be... Okay, I got nothing else left. Might as well try this. It won't work. Or, my friends say I should do this. Or, um, this is my last resort. Like all, these, all, that, all, that, all that Lushan, right? No. Wow, what a privilege it is to spend my time on this earth taking care of what really matters and is meaningful in this world. Stop. You didn't start working on yourself yet. What a simcha, what a simcha like a way of living. That is what I'm choosing to do in this world. And that, that can bring a tremendous amount of simcha to someone when they say, well, that's what I'm going to be busy doing. This is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. But Bilbavi says, a person who has not yet married da'at, real da'at. Now how would you translate the word da'at in this context of this year? Yeah. Like a clear, a clear perspective of what life is really all about. Or what life could really be all about. Mi sha'adayin lo zachad leda'at amitit. Right? And their da'at is whatever. Then when you find a blemish in yourself, what's your natural reaction? When, when, when your da'at is not mevurar, when it's not clear, when you're still wondering every day, is it this, is it that, should I be doing that? Is that will that make me happy? Is this going to make me happy? Is this going to end my depression? Type not, again... Not the type of depression that needs medical assistance. And I want to, I'll keep on clarifying that every time you mention that word. But you know, the, the, the dark, the, the, that thing, that, the gloominess that I can't get out of because of, of thoughts about myself in my head. So what happens there? The, the Bilvavi says a beautiful thing. He says, when your natural reaction to working on yourself is, 
God, I got to clean up this mess again. It means you haven't really done a kinyan of da'at. You, don't, you haven't really established a sense of clarity in your life as to what life's all about. And, he's develop, and he says, let's understand why, how this mistake happens. Because really, he's saying, once you've detected what you should be working on, and once you've actually gone to that place of saying, yalla, yitchalnu, what should be in the natural reaction? The greatest simcha in the world. The greatest simcha in the world. It's just that we're under this premise of, it was great, we messed it up, and now we have to clean up our act. And I'll remind you something that we've said here so many times. That, that way of looking at life is the biggest sheker in the world. It was great, we was perfect, we were clean, we were perfect, we messed it up, now we're doing cleaning work. That's not the way that God designed the world. How do we know that from my sabrations? Say Who put the snake in the Garden of Eden? Is the, snake, is, is the existence of the snake a result of something bad that you and I did? Mamash lo. And when you think of it like that, you realize, wait a second, Hashem Barach, you put the snake in there before anyone did anything bad, before anyone could say anything. So it cannot be that the way I should look at my life is, I was born pure, everything was perfect, and then I just started messing things up, and now I have to work on myself. Zelokach, that's not how it works. But the mindset that thinks that that's how working on yourself is made out of will fall into a dark place once they realize they've got to clean up their act. You see, if we could approach the avodav tikkun of midot besimcha, we really are the richest people. We're the wealthiest people in the world. There's no greater wealth. There's no greater riches. Now look at this. Mi natan la'at, second paragraph. And this is basically what we just said right now. Mi natan la'adam midah who gave you an imperfection? Did you create your imperfection? No. Who gave you an imperfection? Hashem, can you say that right now to yourself? It's funny. We say, Okay, that in orderly. Now we're not messing with, okay? There's a girl that's staying up by us for Shabbos. And uh, her name is Neshama Tahora. It was like, it was, Chavi, it was, you know, Ben Yehuda from the Mosham, David and Leah, Ben Yehuda, David's daughter, David and Leah's daughter. Her name is Neshama Tehora. It's a beautiful, you know, say that. So it was, it was just fun saying her name all Shabbos, calling her, yeah, all Shabbos. There's a Liba Tehora. My niece, my niece's name is Shalva Tehora. Tanya's daughter is Shalva Tehora. Yeah, so those things like, we're talking about these like, you know, Shalva, Liba, Neshama. Yeah, those things are pure akol sababa, akol besedel. But the midot of like this world stuff, Hashem Barach, you create, can you say with a smile, it is you that created me with this imperfection. What happens to you? What happens to a person that is able to say that? Then they have a bechira at that moment to either live their life with a taina against God, why did you do this? Or, since it came from you, I'm not going to be so hard on myself that I created this, and now I can approach the work b'semcha. It's a very <coughs> fine line. And it's a very sensitive line. And it's a line that needs to be developed. But if you could go into your heart right now, 
and, or in your mind. And remember, if you did that work of that midah that you found in yourself, that you really feel needs a deep soul, real cleansing, can you say, I didn't create this imperfection? Who created the imperfection? You. Why did you create this imperfection? For me to figure out what work I need to do. As opposed to, how dare you create me like this, Hashem Yisbarach. Now this is a very sensitive, sensitive issue, because most of our claims on God are not, why did this happen to that person? It's, why am I the way I am? Why do I think the way I think? Why, when I was growing up, was I like this? and not like them. Why? Right. Now we have to be very careful here between two things. We have to be careful between the midot and the toladot. That's why the root work was so important in the beginning. The midah, it's like Miriam, you said last week, those that are suffer from the midah of chose savlanut, right? That's not, the, that's not the midah, that's a tolada, right? Every time we can catch ourselves with things that we think bother us, you gotta go back to the root of it. Always. You got to go back to the root. Like, I feel so stupid last week. And Ora came to me with, with this big Orazin Kita Vav, sixth grade. And uh, she came here, she came, to, I was in the shul, so I had like a half hour, and she came and brought her math homework. Zahava, I mean, all the power to you. I couldn't, for my life, figure out how to keep on going back to the meat. Like, it was basically... I was looking at math homework like this. Like, no, no, this isn't the problem. Go deeper back inside. And I, she's, she's looking at me like, Abba, what are you, what, what are you talking about? It's just, fra- just work with the fraction, you know. <laughs> but really, even in, but obviously, even in math, even in any binyan, you see, even in any binyan that we're trying to do, finding, finding common denominators, it's all about, there is some kind of beginning. There is some kind of beginning place, right? I just couldn't, for my life, find it with, with aura. And I, I, uh, it's whatever, it's, an, it's another thing. But that's very important for us if we want a chance to find the simcha in this work. And it has to be the simcha. It, it, it has to be the simcha. It, it, it won't work any other way. And this is very different than the way that we naturally approach the therapist chair, the inner therapist chair, Right? It's rarely that it's really besimcha, when really it should be the most simchadic thing in the world. But he's going to explain to us, this piece today, he's going to explain us to us in a very profound, and I think a very clear way. Again, Who gave man a midah that is not perfect? Hashem. Why did God, God give you something that, that is lacking? This is the point of actually being created, to be born with a certain lacking. And our job here is to mashlim, is to fill in that which I came into this world lacking. As is brought down throughout all this one. Obviously, with male and female, this is very, very different. It's a very famous Gemara about this, how, you know, man's physicality is born with an incompletion, and there's hashlama, 
And there's different ways, there's different hashlachot, uh, ways we learn this differently for the, the nefesh of a nekeva, as opposed to a nefesh of a zachar, mitzad hashlamat hachaser. But in the big picture, both male and female come into this world on a mida level, on a mida level, with something lacking, in order to figure out what it is that's lacking, and chaser. You have a problem with that? Take it up with Hashem. But you'll figure out probably what your mida is through this argument with God. If you actually have a problem with this, if we, I'm not saying you, if you have a problem, I'm saying if anyone has a problem with the, the, the tzura of the bria, with the way that God created the world like this, if you listen to your conversation with Hashem and your claim on God, why did you create me like this more and more? If you listen closely with a lot of savlanut and, and sheket, you will probably find what, it, it, what that mida is much faster than most people. Did that make any sense? It's very deep stuff, but it's very also, it's clear. This is very clear stuff. Let's continue. Nimtza. Shemi she, we're in third line, Nimtza. Shemi she'atzuv al she'atmatza be'atzmo chisaron. Hu atzuv al kol tzurat mivne habriya v'tachlito. We see that someone who is sad on finding in himself, herself, a chisaron, something lacking, what they really are is that they're sad on the way God created the world. Now you should know, the greatest taina humanity has is exactly this. It's not, why did you make me this way? Is why did you choose to create the world the way that you chose to create it? Now when, that, when you realize that that is really what's irking inside of you, that's a very, that's a very big and heavy, heavy problem. And it's a very painful problem. Anyone that's ever dealt with this, when you, when you do the root work and you realize my problems aren't with people and it's not really with myself. My issue really is, God, why did you, create, why did you choose to create the world in this manner, the way that you did? I'll give you a great example. You know when people can come to this, and this is very difficult, and we spoke about this, Rosh Hashanah. Hashem, why did you choose to create the world that we see our parents die, usually? And we should all be zoichen that it should be like that. You understand what I'm saying? How could that be the way that you chose the world? Right? Now, on a day that I'm not really dealing with this, I just say it's the teva of the olam. Right? But in the primius of the nefesh, the kid is wondering, and it doesn't matter what age we are, 20, 40, 60, 80, the kid is wondering, how... It's almost saying, if I was God, I would never put a kid through that trauma. And this is where, you know, the, a lot of philosophical problems open up here in Bechulei, Bechulei, but basic stuff of the nefesh, sensitive stuff of the soul, really find a way of saying, wait, wait a second, that actually is my taina. My taina is why, not why did you do this to me. When I look around and I realize that's basically how it is by most people in the world, I say, how could that be the way that you created the world? It's such a sensitive issue, such a delicate thing. And I just want to inject here a bracha for Arichus Yamim by everybody here. Bezrat Hashem, in good health. So we're going to, this is one of the things is that what the Bilvavi is saying is that generally what really irks at me when I see I'm sad about seeing an imperfection in myself is that I'm really sad. What I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really noticing that's what I'm saying. 
what my taina really is, is why did you create the, way this, the world this way? What way? That people are born with imperfections. That people are born with lackings in their yesod, in their teva. Go back to the beginning of the Torah. Why did you create this world putting a nachash inside it? I didn't do anything like that. But that nachash came and messed everything up. Why did you put that in the Garden of Eden? V'chen, hamon, hamon, hamon she'elot. Now there's a lot to do. I want to keep on, if there's still questions at the end, I'll answer questions, but for now I want to keep on building this malach. So today I'm, I'm just sorry, I have a little patience with me. I'm going to keep on going. Zot ve'od, we're in the, you see over here in the fourth line, atzvut zo novat midimyonot. This atzvus, this sadness that you have when you come to this realization stems from, what's a dimayon here? What's the context here? It, sometimes dimayon can mean imagination. I think that here it means illusions. What's that? Expectation? Uh, yeah, yecholiot. I was thinking more illusions, but actually now I use expectation. Yecholiot, let's see. This sadness comes from dimyonot. She'adata chashav she'eno bal chisaron beze. Ve'im ken, lo kol kach nora. Tzarich lismoach she'yetze mine dimyonot ve'nichnas la'emet. Up until now, you were under the illusion that you were perfect and something from the outside got in the way. Now what happened? You realize, oh, wait a second. In my teva, my natural me, the way I was brought into the world, was already implanted in me something that's not shalem. So he says, that could bring you to such a state of sadness when your illusion was popped, right? Or maybe I would say right now, your expectation to remain shalem was popped, but that's an illusion. <clears throat> Just thinking about this in terms of parents that think that, right? Right. But but it's but you didn't. The diff, what I want to madgish here is that you were not the baal of the taut. You did not create the concept of mistakes. It's embedded within the bria of the relationship of parents and children also. You understand? It's not like, I'm, I'm sh- I messed up, I did all the mistakes, now I'm trying to fix things. It's like, no, no, Hashem knew you were going to be this mother. And Hashem knew what kind of kid you were going to have. And it's all there in the teva of the bria of the relationship. A parent that can be sameach, this is, much, this is very hard. A parent that can be sameach about noticing the imperfection of the way that they parent up until this moment, and they're so happy that they now know what they choose to focus on, I want to plug that into here, is that I have such simcha in myself when I stop saying I created this concept of an imperfect person. It's, bless you, it's in the bria, it's in the nature, creation of how Hashem created me. Yala, he says over here, you got to be happy that you're out of the delusional world of perfect, perfect, perfect. you got to be happy and you're going into the emet. It's a natural springboard, not a, not a bediyeved. It's a lechatchila. It's a lechatchila. It's a lechatchila. So by that, by parenting, by... by by our tikkun of our nefesh, it's the same exact thing. It's the same thing. That's interesting. So the nachash is not just, it's within us. 
I, no, I didn't create it. That's the point. I didn't create it. I think I shared with you once. One of the times we were waiting online to go into Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. Did I tell you this story? We were going, we were online to be in that, in that tiny little room waiting to go in to see this great tzaddik who has you know, blessed our life with so much, so much depth and closeness and, and kivas as a king. And it was the first time I saw a lot of the chevra going to see a tzaddik. A lot of them didn't really know how to, you know, from the chabura. They didn't really know what to do, v'chulei. And it was getting longer and longer, and a lot of the chevra that were coming to see the tzaddik, not from our chevra, were looking at us kind of like, did you, knock on, did, you, did you knock on the wrong door? You should, you know, do you know where you are? Even though the gaboim loved seeing all the colors coming into the room. Usually not, not a lot of colors in that room. And I was like, how do I, I need to help the chevra now, because... I, I mean, I need to eat myself. I was turning purple, about to see that. So I was very much in Shpilka. <coughs> and I took out one of his svarim. Mamish, till the end, I just, oh, I never really do this, but I was like, whatever opens, I'm just going to attach myself to it. And he, he was, in one of his svarim, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter, he was quoting a teaching from Rabbi Nassim that said that the greatest success of Menachash is when man is under the impression that he created the Nachash. And I, and I see it here too. And Amash, I see it over here too. That's the Yetzirah's greatest simcha when we think that we created our imperfections. And so it's, we see this throughout all the Sfarim. This is a very foundational Nikuda of the Tikkun of the Nefesh, of working on ourselves in a healthy way. Let's continue. Ela, fourth line from the bottom. Finding, detecting what is lacking. Right? You know that pasuk? What is God asking of you, right? Well, God is asking of you to find, to find, it's, yeah, this game, it really is, uh, what's it called? What's that game called when you're with kids? Um, another one, there's a, a scavenger hunt. Right? And you keep on, there's all these things on the way. Like, this is it. This is what it is. There's a scavenger hunt. There's all these things placed on the way of you finding out what that chisaron is. The scavenger, like, usually you put, like, what do you put on scavenger hunt? Candy? Or clues, right? Yafe. The toladot are the clues. And the thing you find is the midah. The midah itself, the toladot are the clues. This should this should be molid simcha in you. This should give birth to simcha that you found huvrar lo ma tafkido. Vezo simcha gedola she'en kmota. Wow, he says something so beautiful. He said, "Wait a second. Wouldn't you be so happy to find out what you're supposed to be doing in this world? Why wouldn't that make you so happy?" As opposed to, I can't believe this is me, right? So he's saying this, you see what he's built here, this thick illusion of, it was perfect, I messed it up, now I have to clean up my act. This is mamash an illusion. It should bring such simcha, such simcha, when a person says, can say, wow, I figured out what the work is. Not how to fix the work, that's another story. But I figured out what the work is. If I'm, if I'm honest with myself, and I'm in a conversation with Hashem throughout this whole process, this should bring me tremendous simcha. Now again, 
don't think you can get to this place without shalva shel yitzivut nafshit. Like you need to have inner quiet. You need to have some kind of a serenity inside to approach this kind of enlightenment because this is big stuff. But this is what we're here for. Tolada, Mida is the mama, the headquarters. Toladot are her baby cubs. Let's just try to figure out how to say it better. It's the offspring. The Toladot. It's the, I think that's the right word, no? An offspring? Like the, the, the greatest way to bless you is in, in Hilchos Shabbos, there's 39 Avot Melacha and Av Melacha, right? There's 39, but we know there's many more than 39 Halachas in Shabbos. There's Toladot of each Melacha. Okay? What subsections? Yeah. Okay. Third line from the bottom. Now this is woof. You know what you should be. You know what you should be scared of. Not how many mitzvahs or any averes you did. And everyone falls. Everyone does good. It's not. If you're a bad boy or a girl. If you went through this world, and you didn't spend time in the scavenger hunt, or you stopped after one clue, or you just got tired and you said, because. They didn't decide, I'm here to figure out what Hashem had in mind when he, when he created me in the manner that He created me. That's not part of the way you speak. Now what's sad is that you think about thousands and thousands of, I would say hundreds and hundreds, if not millions, millions of people that had a round in this world, in this Gilgal, and they never knew that that's part of the game. Not that that's part of the game, that it is the game. They came to this world. They spent time in this world. They did their thing. I'm not talking about Jewish people. I'm not talking about anybody right now. And they never spent time trying to figure out what their tafkid, that it's even an Indian to figure out what they're here to do. Right? Now, Allah when how many Yiddish and Neshamas came into the world through bodies, and the Yiddish that they were taught had nothing to do with the paragraph that we just learned right now. And you know what's even freakier? is that that is still the majority of Orthodox Jewry. Sorry. It's just the Amas. This is still considered the wacky Shirat David Sunday morning Shir. That this is a key element of Yiddishkeit. It's a key element of humanity. It's understanding this is the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us, spending time on this and digging deep and being besimcha when realizing what it is I'm supposed to be working on. This should bring such a simcha. Again, oilo la'adam, she'ino yodea ma tafkido be'olamo. V'chi ha'adam rotze chas v'shalom latzet min ha'olam ke'over batel, I'll say that in a Yiddish phrase, oiber bottle. You ever hear this? You know, what does that mean, an oiber bottle? How, how would you say that? Yeah, oiber bottle is like your time... Paga tokif, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. You want to leave this world like an oiber bottle? Do you really want to s- come to this world and spend your whole life without even like asking the question, for, for what purpose did you choose to have me here in, the, in your world, Hashem, at this point in life? 
מה היה תפקידו הפרטי בעולמו? What was my, my, my personal תפקיד in, in your world, השם? ולכך, מציאת החיסרון, therefore, hmm, after saying it the way he just said it, מציאת החיסרון צריכה להוליד שמחה. Therefore, if you actually spend time asking these questions and realizing, well, the only way to figure out what you had in mind when you thought of creating me is figuring out what I'm supposed to be doing here, what I'm supposed to be working on, should bring me such joy. Such joy. You know, if we were really real, and hopefully we are with this kind of work, is that we would, we would like, try during the week to catch ourselves when we see something that we are lacking in and see what's our gut reaction to acknowledging a certain chisaron in ourselves. And how often can we find ourselves changing the gut reaction from having self-disgust and shame to, got it, thank you, pointer, scavenger hunt, next clue. That's very hard. I'm sure with parenting, it's infinitely harder to make that shift when you see a blemish in the current state of you, of your love and care or affection or whatnot. But this is how the work, this is how this work has to be done. If you could catch yourself during the week when the moments of seeing these midot in me and being like, <clears throat> or as opposed to, hmm, I guess this means go here. Like in the scavenger, this clue is keep on going that direction. Okay. So maybe like this, in order for those moments to be directors towards the right place, I bichlal in life have to start my day by, by acknowledging. Today's another opportunity to get, to figure out more and more what it is you, you want from me, Hashem, and I'm probably going to mess up today. And when I do, right, so that's maybe like the, the background music for what we're speaking about, and then there's no sheket, but... You, you planted some kind of chip of sheket in you before the day even started. Dear friend of ours, sorry? Sukshel, sukshel, yeah. Sukshel, yeah. Yeah, it's acknowledging, it's, it's basically setting the stage. It's like setting the stage of like, the, per, the, the perfect scenario I could have today is not that everything goes perfect. Because then... What does that mean about what I'm supposed to be doing in this world? Nothing. The perfect scenario for setting the stage for today is, I already know that I'm going to be ticked off, angry at myself, stressed, and throw any of the other things into the mix, right? But I know, but I already know that from this place of, it's 6 a.m. and no one's up now, and now it's quiet and the birds are chirping, right? And then I go into my day, So when I do that, I, it's easier for me to then point out, you know, these moments, like, okay, it's going to happen. But I already set the platform for, like, being able to be someone that could hear and see and notice these moments and choose how to approach those moments. Oh, it acquires so... It acquires compassion, forgiveness, all these things that build up a world that's called shalva shel yitzivut nafshit, a serenity of emotional stability. And it, think, different things work for different people. Not everyone needs to say the same things in the morning. Different things work for different people. What were you going to say? It doesn't make sense, but imagine you know, that's 
Nachon me'od, because if I start my day by saying the expectation is, since I know how to do things, it's going to work, you're already lost. Or it's boring. Because you think that the expectation for things to just work is what you want. It's not what your neshama wants. Your neshama actually wants to be active in this world, being busy working, doing good things, like working on yourself. That's what we actually really do want. We want to feel productive. What kind of productivity? That's already a different shayla. But the expectation of perfection removes from the, from the real ish pnimi what they really want to do in this world. It's an illusion that that's what I want. It's not what I really want. I want to be busy. And the way I'm busy is by finding, detecting, growing, falling, seeing all these things, but doing it in a manner of being besimcha by finding out what I want to work on. That's the greatest thing in the world. I think I shared with you one time that Rev Weinberger told me once that it is amazing when a person ends up doing what they want to do in this world. It's an amazing thing. And he said, what's even greater is when what they end up doing in this world is actually what's needed. It's even greater when those two things are the same. Right? So this is like the binyan of the nefesh. This is, this is very much like, it's a wonderful thing when we end up doing what we want to do. But then it's not just like, oh, this is nice, it added another flower to a porch somewhere. But it actually added a flower to the portrait of life. And that's needed. That's the greatest harmony. But the way we do that, besimcha, seems to be the only way that it actually like has a kiyum, has an existence. That it actually it actually makes a statement in the world. Who had their hand up? Jenny. That's a tolada. Mm-hmm. The, the, to find out what that's an offspring of something else. I don't know what the meter is. Okay. We could sit with me. This this, listen, this work, he said this could take like three weeks to figure out one, the origins of one tolada. So it's not like something I. Sometimes it's easy to see, like, you know, I'm, I. Sometimes the, to detect the meter is a little bit easier, but here it's such a deep thing what you're saying. It's that. So, so, you, so there's a word you said, and that's the key here. I could be angry at Hashem that's the purpose of my life. I probably won't be angry at Hashem when I realize what my purpose in life is. But, I could, but usually the way I translate it is that I'm angry at Hashem that this is my problem in life. 
So if I I have to I have to change the, the language of no one can be no one humanly when they stop for a second and think about it can really be angry at Hashem when they figured out what their purpose in this world is. And when I look at it as a purpose, but generally I don't look at it as a purpose. I look at it as a I don't know, you, you could fill in the blank, as a Yeah, but a chisaron that makes me feel nebuch. Right, right. Bidiuk, bidiuk. Right, right, right. I see that person. They're on tour right now, doing a, a whole speaking tour on uh, finding the real inner child, and like they're doing something. If that's the purpose, wow! What a what a tiny like what a shallow uh, what, what a shallow uh, dream you had for me. Some people could say that. They could say that. There's a lot more to say on this. This, this brings up a lot of different things, it's, and and it's all good things that we're doing right now. It's all good. But what he's drilling at is that finding out what I'm supposed to be doing in this world should be bringing out the greatest simcha in this world. Because just think of the thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of people that came into this world, spent 60, 70, 80 years, and that wasn't even a thought. So you know what happens, spiritually speaking? Our emunah is what happens to those type of neshamas? They have to come back. You know what the worst thing for a neshama is? To come back. <laughs> to come back. Break, breaks. Simcha poreds together. It's, yeah. Today, yeah. A hundred years ago, I don't think so. Or they don't think that it's a. It's a like this. They may have that thought, but to them, that is not an ikar of avodat Hashem. It's a privilege. It's not a chiv. Right. Right. It's a luxury. Right. It's not a luxury. That's that's the that's the shift we we are at least here we're trying consciously to point out. It is not a luxury to figure out what your purpose is in this world. This door, if we believe we're the ones going to bring Mashiach, Bezer Hashem, can't be a luxury, it's a must. Remember, it's a must. But that comes with Achrayas and Simcha. Like, okay, Baruch Hashem, it's a heavy load, but if I know that the only way to really fulfill this must has to be done by Simcha, so I have to really look at my life. I have to start to notice things and notice how I react and respond and do the detective work of where, what's the origins of these things to do this work properly. And I think the first thing he said to us was the greatest thing in the world. Think of this mida that drives you crazy, the most disgraceful thing in the world. Great. Put it on the table. Just think of it, not you in it. Remove yourself from it. Keep on thinking about it and what it does to the world. What could it result? 
What are the ramifications? What are the consequences? What are the toladot? What's the offspring of this midah? And then put yourself into it. So then you could start to do this work in a very, with, with kalim, with vessels. And it's not as threatening because you actually know a little bit now what to do. You have a little bit more of a sense of what to do. And this is, this is like, this is why I find this, you know, this type of Torah to be like really, Matzasi is Shahava Nafshi. It's what the Nefesh really loves. Is the Nefesh is trying to figure out how do I, how do I, this pillar of light into a Kli, how does, how does the harmony work? How do I do this work? So this Sefer is really just a vessel book, really. It's pointing out what's the, what to focus on and how to do it. It's a lot of hows in here. Okay. Now we're, we're going to finish this paragraph. Vezot mitoch hakara shekach retzono yitbarach shmo sheheye chaser. I have to, I, again, this all is done after I came to a, 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 a realization and a recognition that it was Hashem's will that I shall be lacking in something. And I'll fix myself. Now he says like this. The sadness that stems from finding something lacking when I realize, wait a minute, I am not perfect. The sadness that comes with that place uh, it can stem from two places. Echad, gaiva. I do not want to think, see, or feel that I'm actually lacking anything. Bet, choser emuna bahakara, o batat hakara, shemargi shu hashem baze shu chaser, kiv yachol shu yatzaret atzmo. A basic lacking of consciousness which is what we said before, that you blame yourself because you think that you created yourself. They both come from Gaiba, by the way. I mean, the second one too. Obviously, right? So really, to do the work of Tikkun Amidot, it's not just being smart and patient, it's really strengthening a fundamental principle of what Emuna means. And emuna means shechisaron ze nivra al yedei hakadosh baruch hu. This lacking was created by me, no Hashem. The kach retzono sheyechaser vezuti avodati. It was Hashem's ratzon that I would struggle in this. Can you say those words to yourself about something you struggled with in life? It was, this is the hard, honestly, this is the hardest thing of the whole bit, this whole Sefer. It was Hashem's Ratzon that in this area I struggle. And that doesn't mean anything bad about God. When you can say those words, you'll eventually be with such Simcha that I could say it was Hashem's Ratzon for me to perfect this Midah. Instead of saying, it was Hashem's Ratzon that I suffer. This is the evolution of a Tikkun of Amida. Going from a place of saying, it was Hashem's Ratzon that I suffer, going to the place of, it was Hashem's Ratzon that I perfect this piece of life. That's the dance of this Sefer, it is the dance of the Olam as well. This is Emuna. Emuna Tmima and Pshuta. Ulechach. We're going to finish this paragraph. Hen Metziat Achisaron, both finding what's lacking. 
והן העבודה, and doing the work, צריך שיהיה מתוך שמחה. It must be from a place of שמחה. בניין של שמחה, a building of שמחה, ששמח על כך שזוכה למלות את חובתו בעולמו. That a person really, sincerely experiences happiness that they merited to actually do their duty in this, in this world. לבנות קומת אדם שלם הדבוק בבוראו. To build a complete unit of a human being that has דבקוס in his creator. And there is no other way of doing of the, the, the name of this book, which is called Bilvavi Mishkan Evne. I cannot build a Mishkan in my heart until, until that moment that I realized that an integral, integral part of the building of this Mishkan comes when I realize what it is that I'm supposed to be building in this Mishkan that no one else in the world can. And that will come from something that's not there. It's not from something that's there. It comes from something that's not there. So essentially this wonderful world of... I mean, it's, it's a great... It's funny, it's a beautiful name of a Sefer, but it, it's so... Inten- it's like... It's, it's, it's like... It's, 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 it's enticing. Bilvavi Mishkan Efne. Oh, let me tell... I just want to make things beautiful and focus on the beauty, for sure. If you, when, you, when we allow ourselves to focus on this thing, this is the most beautiful thing in the world. It is the purpose of life. It's the purpose of being here. It's one of the things, like I was saying, those of you that were in shul on Friday night, when I was talking about the Ishbitzer teaching of the way the world thinks is that we pray and God answers, when really it's a fuch. Hashem is praying, He's whispering something into our ear, and our davening to Hashem is an answer to Hashem's prayer. And we learned that based on Sarah Imenu. והשם פקד את שרה כאשר אמר. אמר, always, when the word אמר is soft, whispering. אמירה לשון רכאי. השם did to Sarah what he, what he was whispering into her here to keep on praying for. Only she could pray to Hashem for something so big. Talk about a chisaron. Talk about a chisaron in someone's life. Sarah was lacking. Gevat was she lacking something. But Hashem told her to keep on davening for it. In order to be able to know what I should be davening for, in order to know how to figure out what I'm lacking in this world, in order to do all these things, and in order to deal with the static and the noise, and Chavim, going back to what you're saying, my, my beginning of the day, of Yiddishkeit, or whatever it is, yeah, of Yiddishkeit, Every day is a new Bria. My beginning of my Bria is, today, I'm going to get closer to my purpose in the world by the imperfections that, that confront me. If we, I'm telling you, if we could master that mantra, we could do anything in the world. Mamash kacha. You want to say something? Just a little bit louder than that. Right. 
It does. It does. It definitely does. It's a game changer. Jenny, your hand is up again. I, I just. <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm having an issue with it because it's a new um, Torah, mitzvah, chesed, raising children and being a mother. But the purpose of this safer on the sharing is the big poop. And you said in order to have the big poop with Hashem, you need to be able not to have that block of that nida that Hashem gave you that's causing the blockage. So you need to explore it and find it. And then you'll have ultimately the big poop, then that's the purpose. So I know that that helps anyone. Well, th- th- this is important. To build the Mishkan, we're not saying here, really Yiddishkeit has come to a place that all you have to worry about is fixing that one thing that's imperfect. The, it is clear to anyone that's learning the Svarim that the, the world of Torah and mitzvahs and living, living the beauty of Yiddishkeit is the frame for finding what we're talking about right now. You can't get there the other way. Meaning, I hope that's clear, right? Is that clear to everybody? It's not always so clear. This is a whole other topic, right? <laughs> emuna in the framework of Chazal. You know, Emuna in that framework of Yiddishkeit. Emuna in Shabbos. Emuna in Kashrus. Emuna in learning Torah. Emuna in Davening. Emuna for a man. Emuna in Tzitzis. Emuna in Tefillin. All these things are the framework towards, you know, we have to do two things. We have to do on the one hand what everyone else is doing. And on the other hand, we have to do something that no one else necessarily doing because it's not the, something to do with anybody else. And we're always working on both of those premises all the time. So both of those things should always, we should have the privilege and the merit of doing both of those things always b'semcha. Right, we have a wonderful week, everyone. <laughs>